Welcome to episode 17 of the Pouring My Art Out podcast, Songs Without Music. Today we are... Hey, 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 Arthur, it's Jimmy. So, I mean, Songs Without Music sounds cool, but wouldn't that just be poetry? Jimmy, don't use the P word. A lot of people hate poetry. Oh, I get that. I find it to be sort of... Jimmy! You aren't helping. Maybe these aren't poems. Maybe I just haven't added the music yet. Oh, well then. Don't worry about it, man. I will do my best, Jimmy. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. My songs without music. Yet. Okay, fine. They're poems. But give it a try. I am going to read some poetry I have written over many years. Some of it's going to rhyme and some of it isn't. Some go way back. I probably won't comment, or maybe I will. Just depends on if my daughter makes me some pina coladas later. But for now, I am just going to read them without commentary. I will put a funny noise in between each one, just so you know it is over. But first, a word from a new sponsor. Even though you are a sinner can feel like a winner. Hello, this is Helen A. Handbasket again. I want to tell you about my company called Helen A. Handbasket's Handmade Crafts. We are all eating at God's bounteous buffet. Some of us choose the angel food cake, while others are quite content to gobble down the devil's food. I do not cast judgment. That is his holy duty. The blessing he gave me is the gift of artistic hands. I am putting these hands to work, making crafts and gifts for all you godless sinners, atheists, and members of all the wrong religions out there. Your time on earth will be short, and then the lake of fire will be your new home. But until then, you deserve just as much happiness and comfort as God's other children. So check out my online catalog. Our biggest seller is a handy hand basket. A large, soft, woven carry-all y'all can use to tote around your drugs, pornography, and knotted French undergarments. I also knit a line of comfy, sturdy, road-to-perdition slippers. Because y'all don't want blisters on your feet before it's time, do ya? And finally, I crochet blankets in all colors that you can use to keep toasty warm on Sundays while you are watching TV instead of listening to the good word. The blankets are as soft as a baby blanket, so who knows? Maybe you will feel like being born again. It's never too late. Helen A. Handbasket's Handmade Crafts, turning sinners into winners. A handbasket today. Okay, here we go. Light Dances. Light dances unseen through the bleak reaches of space, ignoring the darkness, born of the wrath of the spindrift stars. Light strikes the ethereal shield around the Earth Mother, tinting the edges of the sky with subtle watercolors. Light throbs with life as it finds things to cast itself upon, coalescing into beams and rays racing each other through the air. Light peaks above the silhouettes of peak and ridge line, searching for the low places. Light dances across meadows, sparkling the dew, waking the night sleepers and sending the day sleepers scampering to their dreams. 
Light highlights even as it throws shadows, filling furrows or leaping across them depending upon their orientation. Light dances on the surface of a bubbling, babbling stream, skipping, gleaming, flittering, giving birth to tiny suns in the beaded spray. Light lands on leaf and branch and stream bank, leaving shade shapes to play in the air and the water. Light becomes a living thing. Light delights. Light dances over waving seas of grass in the meadows and flits among windblown shadows. Light runs its fingers down craggy cliff faces, setting crack and protrusion into relief. Light reaches its zenith and shadows draw in upon themselves, biding their time until they can stretch forth once more. Light flicks the dust motes floating on the breeze. Light dapples the forest floor into a moving confusion of misshapen shapes. Light dances even as it relents, softens, fades. But this is the illusion of light, its magic, for it does none of these things. As it picks up its brushes to color the heavens once again in a never-ending array of masterpieces, it is not giving up one iota of its power. It moves to dance in a new place, leaving this place to prepare for the next day's dance. Light dances slowly away. Light lingers, caressing the edge of forever, giving one last playful wink before the dance moves on. She is the sea. There she stands, a lovely lass, her countenance as smooth as glass. But the stillness is deceiving. Deep currents can change, calm to heaving. And anger can replace her glee. She is the sea. She is the sea. Her past obscured by swirling mist, shores she battered or gently kissed, Her emotions are the surging tide of love once found and then denied. But listen to what she says to thee. She is the sea. She is the sea. To be born upon her heaving breast, up and down from trough to crest, the glittering flash of lightning eyes peer from darkened stormy skies. And all her moods are known to me. She is the sea, she is the sea. Her salty tears your heart will drench, yet all your thirsts it cannot quench. Many men have found themselves so cursed to try to slake this endless thirst. But such a thing is not to be. She is the sea, she is the sea. She is the mother of all life, but mistress only, never wife. To travel upon her vast expanse is to leave your life to random chance. It is her fate to exact her fee. She is the sea. She is the sea. What man denies her rough embrace? To share her love yet leave no trace? The man who calls the sea his home can own no land but only foam. From her anger we all must flee. She is the sea. She is the sea. The sailor who cannot resist the urge to do battle with her fateful surge and is drawn at last to his final sleep way down within her darkest deep. When his final breath he gave, surrendering to that final wave, and he realizes that never more will he gaze upon that distant shore 
He will not pass beyond this storm to where her heart is once more warm. To see her grand and sparkling smile that light the shores of some tropic isle. He shall not drop anchor in its lee to shelter there in impunity. A castaway forever free, he slumbers in obscurity. Yet one last smile we might see as he casts to her his final plea to hold him safe upon her knee to rest for all eternity. She is the sea. She is the sea. Lava. That's spelled L-O-V-A, if anybody cares. A silly free-form poem about how love is like lava. Deep in your core, pressure builds and heat rises. Chemical reactions occur. Molten desire expands and blows the top of your head right off. The eruption slows with time. Love flows in glowing rivers engulfing the world around you. It forms an island, its edges cooled by a cold world. An island on which you can spend your life with the person who set this chain of events in motion. But love can also cool with jagged edges, and it does not start off as good soil in which to grow a Garden of Eden. Any island can succumb to the ravages of time and tide. Keep the lava flowing. Keep the heat inside your core. Earth and Sky Earth and sky have traded places, woven magic that time unlaces, footprints that the tide erases, the darkness that the light displaces. As nature puts us through our paces, we each must argue our own cases. Destitute of all good graces, engines of war crouch in their bases, fighter planes await their aces, For the end the hero braces, a graven image that age defaces. We think that we are separate races. We must see past the masks that we call faces. Longing for those lost embraces that left behind no familiar traces. Smiles that the frown replaces. Endless dreams that slumber chases. A poem about my blog. Family gathered for Christmas, a brightly burning log. I try to get in the spirit of things, but I'm thinking about my blog. The kids have opened their presents, there's booze in my eggnog. I sit and smile and nod a lot, but I'm thinking about my blog. When I go to work out at the gym and on the treadmill take a jog, my mind is running through new ideas to post upon my blog. When I am in the backyard tossing the ball for my dog, I am also tossing ideas around to entertain you on the blog. When I'm in a drunken stupor from too much rum or pirate grog, I clear away the cobwebs by pondering my blog. When the road of life is muddied and I am mired in the bog, I find the path made easier by thinking about my blog. When my body is racked by fever, my mind is in a fog, The only clarity I can find is thinking about my blog. As through the turmoil and confusion of everyday life I slog, my brain is trudging ceaselessly through ideas for my blog. In the vastness of this universe, I am just one tiny cog, and the place where I fit in the best is right here on my blog. The Seashore, or Life's a Beach, a free-form poem. 
The beach stretches endlessly away, encircling an island. Our journey, begun at birth, whether short or long, will return us to the spot where the journey began. Only the size of the island is in doubt. For some, it is a decades-long trek around a continent of joy and sorrows, challenges and moments of peace and rest. For others, it is one small rock, the tip of a weather-worn volcano in a turbulent sea, and their journey is done before it has ever begun, tiny feet bestriding the distance all at once like a colossus that will never be. At times, ours are the only footprints. More often than not, our footprints are just one in a multitude as others join us in our quest. It is those moments when there are two sets of prints walking side by side that life and meaning coalesce. Because it is never an easy journey, there are obstacles to overcome. A hand to hold when leaping tide pools to land on slippery barnacle-encrusted rock can make all the difference. The sea to one side of us that provides for our needs can also rage at us, sending storm and crashing waves, indifferent as it is beautiful. The land on the other side of us that gives us sustenance and shares its bounty has its own dangers. The sea is our mother, the womb we sprang from long ago, and she feeds us, yet we cannot drink from her bosom. The land feeds us as well and gives us of her streams and rivers, and yet we must somehow cross those streams and rivers, and she does not always break our falls gently. Above all looms the sky, as majestic as land and sea, and as moody. The sky warms us, or freezes us, delights us with sunsets and sunrises, or hides away in mist and fog, cools and refreshes us with showers, or pounds us with storms. We walk, we grow, we learn, we pause to rest or trudge on depending on our natures, but to stop the journey altogether is to cease living. If there is a secret to this journey, it is this. To accumulate possessions is not the goal, for they can weigh you down, encumber you, and at the journey's end you must leave them behind, and when the time comes, I doubt that they will give you solace or ease your way into the next part of the journey. You will not spend a moment contemplating them, admiring the vast pile you lugged with you. What you will reflect on, what will give you joy and send you on your way with a smile on your lips, are those footprints that walked beside you, those deep indentations in the sand, or the deeper ones that appear by yours on the far side of a tide pool, where someone knew that you would be there to catch them when they leapt, or they were there to catch you. When your journey ends, look ahead of you at where your journey began, and look behind you, too, at the footprints in the sands of time, and cherish those spots where friendship and love are imprinted side by side. Try bat on a stick. These aren't any disease-carrying foreign bats. These are farm raised right here in the good old U.S. of A. They are kept in small cages and intravenously fed milk and vitamin nutrient mixtures to keep them fat and happy. 
then the bones and internal organs are removed in our patented process. The organs are turned into a delicious sausage and stuffed back into the carcass before we shove a stick into them and it's into the deep fat fryer vats. Bat on a stick. Available in some stores in the southern U.S. Try bat on a stick. How's your day? A poem, I suppose. How's your day? Is it an okay day? Is it a hooray day? Is it a yay day or a gray day? Is it a play day? A lay-by-the-bay day? Is it a nerves-at-fray kind of a day? Is it a heyday? Is it a payday? Is it an I-just-made-my-day or a no-way day? Is it going-away day? Or an I think I'll stay day? Is it a you day or a they day? Is it a feel like you are on display day? Is it an overwhelmed with pure dismay day? Is it a you have nothing much to say day or a talk without delay day? I know it isn't an easy thing to weigh, but I am very curious about your day. Lost and Lonely Boy a short poem. I am a lost and lonely boy, and someone stole my only toy. My search has yielded little joy. I am a lost and lonely boy. I am a boy lost and alone, with little I might call my own. For unknown sins I must atone. I am a boy lost and alone. I am a boy alone and lost, adrift and by the storms I'm tossed. I know not why I bear this cost. I am a boy, alone and lost. Fog. It comes with the stately grace of an ocean liner to cocoon the world in mystery, sending before it tendrils and feelers of mist and vapor. It comes with the measured tread of a glacier to smother the world in solitude, passing over ridges like a tidal wave in slow motion, It comes, as unstoppable as time itself, to cover the world in grayness, squeezing through gaps and flooding the lowlands. Mountains rise above it, their peaks become islands in a great restless sea. But below, in the fog, we are the fish that swim in the ocean's depths. This one is called... I don't know what to call this one. Look inside, reach inside, go inside, explore yourself, down past the drama and the look at me, past the shallow, past the chores, the tasks, push through the wants all the way down into the soul swamp, the lizard brain, dig with your mind fingers, root through the needs, sift the dream core, this is you, this is what you are, where you start, why you wander this earth. Learn yourself. We. We surround ourselves with walls to protect our fragile hearts, and our fortresses become our prison. We are flawed perfection. We are uncut jewels. We are unlimited potential bounded by procrastination. We are unfocused beams of light, 
We are heedlessly spinning moons attracted to bright stars, lacking only the fire needed to become suns ourselves. We are drama bracketed by boredom. We are the writer, the actors on the stage, and we are the audience. We are who and what we are, yet troubled by the notion that can never be enough. We are proud yet unsure, kind but selfish, brilliant and obtuse, insightful and clueless, generous and greedy, wise and foolish. We are multitudes who often feel alone. We are the eye of the hurricane, the center of the universe. And being such, it is easy to feel that everything is happening around us, but that somehow we are not as big a part of it as we wish to be. Bear in mind, child, that you are not just the hub of the wheel. You are the axle that turns the wheels of destiny. You are the cart that carries the load of history. You are the wheel that follows the path to the future. And you are the road that leads us all to where we need to be. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is that this episode is over. The bad is that I still have more poems, so I am doing another poetry episode next week. Sorry, man. Okay, I will, as usual, leave you with the commercial music to wrap things up. Here are the Bat on a Stick jingle and the Helen A. Handbasket song. Okay, bye, people. Oh, and special thanks to my older daughter, Jessica, for bringing back her Helen A. Handbasket character from the call-in episode. She does a great southern accent. And I'm sorry about that humming sound on some parts of this episode. I think it's our freezer. Not really sure what that is. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, people. Politician, pimp, or nudist, go to hell and 
a hand basket today Even if you worship Satan for your orders she'll be waiting go to hell and a hand basket today Go to hell in a hand basket today Go to hell in a hand basket today